The following podcast is for mature audiences only. Anything you hear in this podcast in regards to clips or music, I do not own any of it. All credit absolutely goes to the artist. For anything you may hear in this podcast regarding clips or especially music, it is strictly me trying to promote my love of music and to hopefully send people towards some new music themselves. If you cannot handle anything in this podcast, which which includes anything serious, raunchy humor, raunchy topics, well, I mean more serious topics, or anything you cannot handle, this podcast is not for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's rise again together. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm in the empire business. In the fields of bodies burning. Can you hear me okay, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. All right. Sorry, I just had to do a sound test real quick. All right, let's do this. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Wrestle Empire. Uh, you all know who I am. They call me Sky, Phoenix Knight, Phoenix God, yada, yada, yada. We got to get right to it. Thank you so very much for joining us. I am joined by my badass brethren and my co-host of the additional show to the Empire, Alan, my brother. What's up? How's it going? How's it going? It's been a crazy week in wrestling. I can tell you that much. And I can't wait to get into it. Oh, I know. I know. It's been a hectic week for us, you know, trying to find a time to react to all of this. But, you know, luckily, you know, we're able to do this. Um, tonight's going to be an even bigger episode. Um, you know, thank thank goodness. Um, yeah. It is, it is, it is. Big news coming out of the wrestling world last night um, on a WWE Survivor Series. And I think you know where I'm headed. Oh, I know. Yes. 
uh, before we get to the opening, um, just to let everyone know who, in case, is listening to this, um, Alan and I have to shoot for 930 because um, we both have things to do tomorrow. Um, we both have to work. I have to work my second job. Uh, but not till noon, but Alan has to work at 6 a.m. So um, normally y'all know how I did it last time, but we're going to get right to it. So Alan, I'm going to let you have the floor to start us off. So you want to break the news to everybody? So if you have not had internet in the past 24 hours, the big news, I guess the shocking news, CM Punk is back with the WWE. Oh, yes. Um, I, I liked how they did it. I fucking love how they did it. Um, you know, just when they think we're about to go off the air, uh, the static of Cult of Personality hit. And um, long and behold, he's come home. So with that being said, we're going to lead off right with that. So... Alan, let me ask you this to start us off. Where were you at last night when you witnessed this historical moment that's in the WWE universe into a massive fucking frenzy? Um, I was hanging out with the family. Uh, I had it on on my second TV. I was watching it. I actually was almost about to turn it off because I was like, <laughs> you know, the the watermark came up. I was like, man, you know, CM Punk's not coming out. It's over. The match is over. Um I didn't think too much at the time. I was like, you know, because some, sometimes these uh, PLEs that the WWE does, they end early. It's not like AEW where they, you know, they, they'll end at 11 o'clock. And so right. I was like, ah. So I was kind of doing, I was getting up. I was getting ready to, to, to head home. And all, so I'm watching. I'm still watching. All of a sudden, I see the static. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought it ended. Yeah. And so I, I immediately ran back, turned and watched. And watching. Um, I was shocked. I... I I didn't think he was coming back. I thought it was just all, you know, smoke and mirrors. I thought it was all just talk to kind of drum up, um, you know, interest for Survivor Series. So I, I was pretty shocked that he came back. Oh, me too. Um, I mean, whenever they were doing the whole uh, Randy Orton's not going to show up, uh, angle for Survivor Series, um, you know, like where the hell is Randy Orton? I almost thought that the fifth member of Team Cody was going to be CM Punk. I mean, you know, I, I was kind of bracing for that. I mean, you probably saw on Twitter last night, they were like, Randy Orton's not showing up. Does that mean? And then, you know, come around war games, the men's war games, you know, uh, we were waiting a second and, you know, they had the tease of Rhea Ripley. Um, Cashing in. Funny trying to cash in for Damian Priest. And, um, you know, then Randy Orton comes out. So I was thinking to myself, myself, whenever I was at home, um, you know, okay, CM Punk is not coming back. And if, but if he does, it's not going to be anytime soon. But lo and behold, you know, Triple H won last night. Let, let's be very clear about that. Because I think Tony Khan was trying to have, again, uh, AEW and um, uh, yeah, or Collision and Rampage air on the same night because they were trying to compete with Survivor Series. But lo and behold, 
Papa H pulled it off. And because of that, WWE has now become must-watch again. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm definitely going to watch it tomorrow to see. He is going to be on Raw tomorrow, so I'm I'm definitely going to see what he's going to say. I'm... Now is it must must it, it's must watch for this first couple of weeks to see what happens, um, but you know I think I'm gonna continue doing what I've been doing with Raw, where I have it on, but I also have the football on my other TV on, and so I'm I'm not really fully engaged, right? Uh, but we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, I I think I think next I think tomorrow is gonna be definitely a must watch, especially if Randy Orton's back. And Punk is back. I, I want to see where, where they're leading, especially with the feuds, because that's going to be the big thing headed into, you know, Rumble season, into WrestleMania season. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, last night um, already teased uh, some feuds um, going into WrestleMania season. I mean, I would not be shocked if, uh, and we'll we'll address this more in depth in a second, or actually, I'll get to that here in a second, but... Um, so, before we get to the matches um, that were coming out of WWE last night, before we uh, preview or react to full gear and then, um, you know, look ahead to World's End, um, did you see the video where Seth Rollins was legitimately pissed that he was back? I did. I did see that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and... From what I've read, I've read both that it's, you know, it's a shoot and it's a work. So mm-hmm. that's going to be something fun to watch to see what it really is. From what I've heard, though, did you see the Drew McIntyre video? No, I didn't. I was actually getting ready to ask you that question. So uh, before you we get to that, because, um, you know, apparently Drew McIntyre was very pissed off about CM Punk returning. And I don't know why. Um, you know, as we both know, um, Seth Rollins um, literally hates CM Punk, you know, call him a cancer to the locker room, cancer to WWE and wherever he goes. Um, so we know that. But why? So first, uh, I got a two part question for you. Why was CM or Drew McIntyre? Uh, what was on the video last night? And. Has Drew said anything about CM Punk? Not not that I've heard. Not in interviews that I've heard from him. I've never heard anything. So I, I don't know what's going on with him other than maybe he's mad that that's a spot taken. You know, that's, you know, he's coming in. And, you know, I see where they're mad because, let's be real, the only reason why CM Punk is in that spot is because he was in AEW three months ago. If he yeah. wasn't, if he was, if, he wasn't AEW. He wouldn't be at Survivor Series. So, I mean, I can see where some of the wrestlers are mad, where Drew's mad about that and all that. Um, but then again, you know, I don't, I don't consider WWE wrestling. It's like they said, it's sports entertainment. So yes. it's it's they're they're he's, you know, I like Punk, but I think he's. He's not what he what he's out to be as far as the punk rocker against the establishment. He is the establishment now. So um I think he fits perfectly in with, you know, WWE. So and it fits in with, you know, 
is he is Seth mad at him? What's happening? What's going on? I think that just like I said, it brings more to that entertainment side of of WWE. A- absolutely. Um, no, uh, I absolutely agree, especially with like what people in the IWC are saying um, that. Um, you know, his time with AEW was very tough where, like, nobody wanted to fucking listen to him, you know, listen to the advice he gave, because, you know, he has been doing this for such a long time, and um, you know, he he will fit in perfectly with what WWE is trying to do, and I mean, look, again, I still love AEW, I think AEW is going to be just fine, but on again on this note on this night last night triple h won don't you don't you think yeah i mean if, if we're going by if we're going by like you know hits on the internet and good for the business oh yeah most definitely he he won i mean you, you know you're getting your 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 top competitors guy who they're pushing um, yes again though it's it's just it's all gonna be if if he's changed you know it's it's only been two months really since he got in that backstage fight with Jack Perry and Tony yeah. Khan so um I mean if he can actually I think I think at WWE there's more people that are gonna keep him in check yes so I do think that he'll be able to be there a little bit longer mm-hmm. um I think it just if everybody can be see that there's gonna be money to be made because of you know what happened Uh, absolutely um i mean let's let's discuss that real quick and then um i'll pass it over to you because um i'm gonna move this outside um on my uh, patio um so um i can already tell you i can already see some good matches with cm punk you know um Obviously, I think we just got our uh, WrestleMania night one main event with uh, Seth and CM Punk for the world title. That That's going to write itself. Um, Randy Orton versus Jay Uso. I mean, did you see that part last night where he was teasing ter- uh, RKOing Jay Uso? I, I did. I did. But, I mean, I don't. I don't see it going down that way just because I don't think you're going to have two faces fight each other unless you see a Randy Orton hill, hill turn. Yeah. And I mean, that that's going to be a possibility because I don't, because look, I mean, with WrestleMania season rolling around, you're, uh, we're obviously going to see uh, Jimmy versus Jay, um, which I hope they revisit that soon. Um, you know, maybe go ahead with the um, Jay Uso versus Randy Orton feud. Um, and then I'll get back to the Drew McIntyre uh, video in a second because I do want to hear what happened and what are your thoughts on it because um, we didn't touch on that yet. Um, I could see them go ahead and doing the Randy Orton Jay Uso feud. Now, maybe have Jimmy screw him over and then begin that build to WrestleMania because we're almost a Royal Rumble. Um, but uh, before we get to the Drew McIntyre thing, before we turn our gears to AEW, um, let me just say I can already see even more matches 
uh, with CM Punk. I mean, I think he could face Gunther. Um, not anytime soon, but he could face Gunther. He could face Cody. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Maybe if they want to do a quick uh, one-off between Roman and uh, CM Punk, um, that would really further uh, Roman's push. And then come WrestleMania season, um, when we inevitably get Cody Roman 2, um, you know, it'll just be that much more bigger for Cody to knock off Roman Reigns. Um, what What is your response to that? And what matches would you like to see now that CM Punk is back in WWE? You know, I was talking about this yesterday with, with, with some of the people who um, we talk about wrestling. I honestly, he needs to fight the older guys in the in WWE. I don't, I don't think he has the conditioning. And I think he mm-hmm. just doesn't have the ring awareness anymore that he had, you know, 10 years ago. Of course um, not. You know, and, and I was thinking about this too. And like, I'm not a punk hater. You know, mm-hmm. I watch, I watched him in Ring of Honor. I watched him in, in uh, WWECW. I watched him when he got moved to the main roster and he had his, you know, longest title run. So I, I've, I've always liked him here. But then when he got to AEW, you know, he started slipping. He, he, he's not as crisp as he was. He's not, he can't, he, he had okay matches. I don't think he had a great match in AEW um, minus the dog collar match. Right. But because that's a gimmick match where you can kind of hide some of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And we've heard wrestlers talk about how they will do gimmick matches. Uh, just recently, uh, Brian Danielson talked about how he did the strap match because he could hide him his hurt forearm. So I think right. that kind of helped Punk out. But then you do see some of his matches he had, like with Hangman, and the matches that he had with Mox where he was you know, making some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can put him in there with a young talent, you know, and... It looked like it looked good. I think he does need to work that WWE slower pace. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't put him in with anybody um, that they're trying new. to build. You know, I wouldn't put him in with Dominic. I, wow. you know, I wouldn't put him in with. I probably wouldn't even put him in with Gun- with Gunther. I don't. I don't think he could handle those chops from Gunther. Um, I wouldn't put him in with Logan Paul. You know, I think he needs to stick to maybe, you know, a Finn Balor. Maybe mm-hmm. an AJ Styles, um, a Seth Rollins, you know, somebody who's not gonna who's not gonna go, you know, the speed. He, I think he needs to stick to the ground game, submission tactics, the slow right. red hold move. Um, and that's just my that's just my personal opinion. I think I think you'll get the best matches out of him that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I most definitely I can see him maybe. You know, I would like to see him fight a Drew McIntyre. I think that'd be a good match. I think a Seth Rollins would be a good match. Absolutely. Um, and AJ Styles would be a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you can probably put him in with the with a with a Uso. Um, I think he could he could probably do one of those. Maybe, maybe Sika uh or so uh you know oh, solo Sokoa. So solo Sokoa. You know, I, I yeah. you know, if he's gonna go into the title picture. I think Seth Rollins is going to be the the top pitcher. I don't I don't think you put him there with a Roman. I don't think Roman's going to work with him. You know, I, I think Ro- Roman's going to want him to do something bigger than that. Yeah, um, Co- Cody and Roman too, which we are going to probably yeah, like so, you know, WrestleMania but, season. But who who knows what's going to happen from what I've, what I've been hearing? 
Um, it's a it's a multi year contract, so I don't know if it's going to be limited dates. If he's doing a a, a Lesnar type contract, I I don't know. I haven't heard any of the terms. I just know that it's gonna it is going to be a uh, you know multi year contract. Yeah, um, I guess we'll find out more um, on tomorrow night, which um, when I'm off work. Um, going to spend some time with the queen, but also um, on our other TV while we watch a movie or maybe even my iPad, I'm going to have it on because I do want to hear what he has to say because I'm wondering um, if he's going to go out and kind of throw some shots at Tony Khan and AEW. Um, I'm very interested to see that. Um, Now, uh, before we move on, what what was in the Drew McIntyre video? So basically, it, it's just a it's a it's from a it's a fan cam, and he's basically just he's leaving the ring as soon as the match ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, um, you know, it's the pins over. You see the cameraman kind of give him like, okay, let's go, and he just he takes off. He puts his hand kind of over his face like he's hurt, and he just he he leaves. Um, that's what the video shows. Of course, there there are. You know, online reports saying that he's he was mad backstage. You know, he grabbed his stuff, he stormed down and left the left the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from what I'm hearing, um, the Seth Rollins is an angle mm-hmm. due to due to his uh, his comments he made about Punk being a cancer, and mm-hmm. so you know there might be some animosity there. But I've also heard him and other interviews saying, you know what, he doesn't mind him coming in if it's for the right reasons. So obviously he's gonna be a professional and work with it. Um, Drew, on the other hand, though, I've heard that he was legit mad about you know CM Punk coming back. You think he leaves WWE? Maybe he heads over to AEW with Tony Khan. I don't know because I think I think he re-signed. Did he? I know. I I think so. I, I think this was his contract year. Um, you know. But, you know, I can see him, you know, deciding, you know what, I'm just going to move on and go to AEW. I mean, he did great in Impact. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, was their, he was their world's champion. So he's proven that he can go to the Indies and make money. And he's a draw. Um, you know, I think he, he would be a good get if, if he does decide to, you know, bet on himself and, and see what else is out there. Absolutely. Um, I think he would be a great move for Tony Khan. Um, But no, um, as of last night, before we move on to AEW, you know, because we've been wanting to react uh, to full gear and look ahead to World's End. um, You know, I think last night officially, um, I think both AEW and WWE are now watchable again because of the moves and because of the fact that Ari Emanuel basically saved WWE from possibly going downhill again under Vince McMahon by literally telling Vince to, um, you know, he is to not touch WWE creative. Um, And, you know, I mean, we obviously discussed the issues that Tony Khan is having right now last week on episode one but now we um 
hopefully he sees this and he'll realize that he needs to get his shit together. I mean, do you think before we move on to AEW, um, do you think that hopefully this will give Tony Khan a kick in the ass to wake up? Um, I mean, I hope it does. It, it, I, I don't, I personally, you know, if, if it was me, I don't care. I, I don't, I think, you know, why I don't, I don't care where, you know, punk goes with mm-hmm. the roster that I have. I, I wouldn't worry about my roster. I mean, they're set. They got, you know, they have Will Ospreay coming in in, in three yes. months. They, they're they going to probably, you know, they're either going to get or they're going to work with Mercedes Monet. Um, you know, I think they they have stars that they can build around. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, you know, hopefully it, he kind of just bursts that aside and, and kind of focuses on, you know, AEW, not worry about what the WWE is doing, what CM Punk is doing. Um, there, there's no need to. I, like I, and I've said this before, when it, I think when it comes to you know watchable wrestling, I, I think AEW has a more watchable program than WWE does. Um, you know, Agreed. If, if you want more wrestling, you're gonna watch AEW. If you want more um, promos and rewinds, you know, and kind of the same matches, you, you're gonna watch WWE. Absolutely. Um, so you know, <laughs> I think he worries about himself and i think they do they do just fine i think they got some pretty good storylines coming up um mm-hmm. of course the what is it the continental classic mm-hmm. is, is is i mean those, those are hot matches those matches are must-see matches mm-hmm. um they got worlds in a big pay-per-view they still got yes. they, they still have to see who the devil is you know there's there's a bunch of stuff going on um and again it's all in and it's just leading one after another you have that you have Hangman Swerve still going on. Yes. You have, you have we're we're going to get to that here in just a second. Um, we're actually going to start off with that here in just a second. But um, continue. I apologize. Uh, so, you know, I think they're heading in the right direction. Now, mm-hmm. they just need to tie it up a little bit, tie in those details, get those details in order. Mm-hmm. And I think, they just, I think they're just fine, you know, once, once Adam Cole comes back and they can kind of decide what they want to do with the ROH titles – um, mm-hmm. you know, the bidding war of 2024, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, they got some good storylines that they can work to. It's just, you know, I said, get into those fine details, get mm-hmm. in with the, what the fans want. I think they'll just be, you know, fine. Absolutely. I agree. So with that being said, um, let's move on to AEW. I am, um, I am very excited for tomorrow night. Um, I am very interested to see where this goes with CM Punk. But uh, again, I 100% agree with you that AEW is going to be just fine. So with that being said, um, let's move on to AEW. Um, And I want to start this off. um, So we're obviously going to do our recap and but we're going to start this off with Swerve and Hangman. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you because I remember we discussed this uh, last week on episode one. Um, the match was the match of the night. Let's be very, very fucking clear on that. That match was fucking brutal. That match was fucking awesome. Oh my God. It, it, it felt personal. 
there were some spots in there, which we'll get into here in just a second. I think you know what I'm talking about, where these two prove that they are sadistic sons of bitches. But um, I don't like the fact that Brian Cage um, interfered in the match. I, I expected Prince Nana, but I don't like the fact that Brian Cage interfered in the match. And I feel that in the direction that we are going to go is we're going to get Swerve Hangman 3 at World's End. Um, I'll pass it over to you, and then uh, we'll talk about the match. Uh, I totally agree. I thought it was a great match. I thought it's, you know, I thought it, you know, it lived up to the Texas Deathmatch name. Yes. Um, you know, awesome. Um, I'm on the same page as you. I don't see why Cage needed to interfere, um, especially at the very end of the match. If, if it's a no DQ match, why not just come out in the beginning? And yes. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't think they needed it. I think it took away from their match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but other than that, you know, I can look past that. I, I agree. It was an awesome match. It was definitely a match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's up there. Um, as far as probably one of the greatest matches um, in AEW. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Again, the brutality of it, um, you know, their work rate, everything mm-hmm. about that match um, screamed personal. Everything that match screamed, you know, they wanted to be the match of the night. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You, you know, I've, and- I've watched it, you know, three times, four times already. I've, you know, I watched it the first night and I watched the replays. Um, that's how good it was. And <laughs> I don't get, and I don't get bored by it. Cause it's, you know, it's a good match. It, it, it really is. And when we uh, get off here around nine 30, um, I may actually watch it again before I go to bed because that's how fucking good it was. But, um, all, all of that aside, in all seriousness, because I do agree with you, it was the match of the night, hands down. And, you know, um, but all things aside, I mean, you know, in his promos, I mean, in his past promo, um, I want to say it aired on the AEW Instagram page. I want to say Collision. I haven't seen this week's Dynamite and Collision where he still can't keep Hangman's name out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was hearing uh, Jesse and JD on uh, the Full Gear Post show basically say, like, for now, it needs to end right here. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with them because right now the narrative is Swerve needed help, not once but twice to beat Hangman, you know? So, and, you know, I think Hangman, see, okay, let me, let me stop right there for a second. Um, what I was hoping for is I was hoping for it to go one-to-one. I get what they're trying to do. I get what Tony Khan is trying to do. He's trying to give Swerve a main event push because I think he is on his way to a world championship run in 2024. When will that happen? I don't know. I understand it. But what I don't like is that they did the angle of the Swerve and Prince Nana going into Hangman's home, which that right there elevated the fucking rivalry. Um, and they had Hangman basically go to a dark side, you know, basically doing the whole judge, jury, executioner. But yet they had Hangman lose twice. 
that I don't agree with. Um, I don't agree with it because it's like, why are you going to make him, um, you know, this whole judge jury executioner thing where he literally wants to fucking murder Swerve? Um, not literally, but you know what I mean. But, um, yeah. you know, why would they do that but then have him lose twice? Now, had he have lose clean, then okay. I understand that. But he got robbed twice. The crown at Wrestle Dream by Prince Nana, and then at full gear with the interference from Brian Cage and Prince Nana. To me, and the fact that Swerve can't keep Hangman's name out of his fucking mouth, that shows me, and that tells me, and I'm sure it tells you, that we're going to get Swerve Hangman 3 at World's End. Don't you think? Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't. I think honestly that feud is dead for the while, mm-hmm. just because Swerve's in the Continental Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know we we know that that's going. We know that it ends at World's End. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, I think it depends on where they go from there. I, you know what? Maybe Swerve is going to be in in the final two. And maybe mm-hmm. Hangman costs him the match, which could lead up into a match that rolls in. Um, maybe that's where they're heading. Um, but if that doesn't happen, I don't. I don't see a rematch. Any, I don't see a rematch at least until Revolution. Yeah, um, to give it to give it time. You know, maybe give Hangman some time and, off. And that's just because, like, like I said, you know, Swerve. Every, every match your Swerve is going to be in from now until uh, December thirtieth. You know, in in a month. It's gonna be for that kind of classic, and Hangman's not in that, so mm-hmm. they're not gonna fight. You know, they he might you know keep his name mm-hmm. in the in his promos to kind of keep that feud there. Mm-hmm. I just don't see him. You know, I I don't see that feud happening. You know, any anytime soon, at, at least until you know New Year's Bash or Revolution. Revolution, yeah, I I could see that. Um. Because I mean, with the Continental Classic, and we'll we'll close our thoughts of the match, and then we'll dissect some of the highlights of the match. Um, I I could see that, um, especially with the fact that no interference is allowed, um, like no ringside interference is allowed during uh, the Continental Classic matches, and I applaud Tony Khan for that. So if that's the direction they want to go to build Swerve some more momentum um, and then have Hangman Swerve 3 maybe in like a steel cage or something, I, I, I could see that happening. And I'd totally be fine with that. Earliest being World's End, the latest being New Year. Or, uh, I'm sorry, thinking of old WWE pay-per-views. Uh, Revolution in March, you know, which... That'll be a headliner match. Uh, Sting's final match will be a headliner match. Uh, maybe even no later than uh, Double or Nothing next year, you know? So I could see it. I could see it. Um, but moving on from the from our thoughts on the match, um, about where they're going with it. Um, I'm going to start off with some of the highlights of the match. Hangman drinking Swerve's blood. What the fuck? Oh my god. I, I'm speechless. I'm going to pass it on to you for a second. You know, I think that was the biggest topic 
of that match. Um, you know, drinking the blood, spitting it out. Um, you know, I was down with it. I thought that was cool. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that that's very, you know, for me, that's very, you know, blood, you know, bloody, blood and guts kind of deal where you're showing, man, I'm not afraid. Um, I think it just brings more theatrics to that match. Um, we all we, we all knew that it was uh, gonna be, you know, a bloodbath. Why not? Why not add a little bit more to it? And I think that's what it did. And again, it you know they did it to you know get people to talk about it. It was on TMZ. It was <laughs> was it, it really? Yeah, they did. I saw a, a Twitter <laughs> thing on them about them talking about it. You know, I think you know I think they did it to get eyes. Like I said, sometimes you know. You know, you want to, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad publicity. It's all about, you know, getting your name out there. And I think that's what it, yeah. what, that's what it did. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, that, that one was one of my favorite highlights of the entire night of that fucking match alone. I, I got to give props to Hangman for doing that. You know, um, I, I got to give him props. But what I who I, I I gotta give even more props to Swerve, and then um uh I'll ask you for some of your highlights of the match. Um, I gotta give props to Swerve even more because at first when Hangman did the fucking staple gun, um, and he um stapled his child's uh, painting on Swerve's face, at first it was hurting Swerve. But then the adrenaline kicked in and then Swerve took the fucking gun, the staple gun and stapled himself. And he was just fucking like sadistic son of a bitch. I love it. How how about you? Yeah, that was definitely a cool spot. You know, him stapling his chest, showing (laughs) him that he, you know, and laughing about it. Um, I think that's a, that's a, that's a memorable spot. Um, in the match, I also think the 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 one thing that keep that I kind of remember um, is the whole swerve grabbing that bar wire and throwing it around Hangman and catching his face. <laughs> that was a big thing because I'm like, dude, that has to hurt just having that. And you can see Hangman trying to grab it and and move it so it's not yeah. catching. Um, and then of course the the broken glass on the back with the four. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that the highlight you want to start off with for this match? Um, yeah. Glass? Okay, I'll let you have the floor on that one. You know, you 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 go out. He got Hangman on 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 the floor, on on the mat, and you see you get Swerve grabbing the the black the black bag, and of course, what does everybody go to? Thumbtacks. Yes, it's, thumb, it's it was thumbtacks. And then when he dumps that glass on his back, the mood changed. I'm like, oh, you know, oh shit. He has broken <laughs> glass. Oh. And, you know, and then for him to get onto the top rope and jump off and do that 364. That was definitely smash. yeah. Definitely definitely like a you know a what the fuck moment. Like, oh. oh shit. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, like that was the moment right there that was actually cringe worthy. Now, it would have been somewhat similar if it was fucking thumbtacks, but broken fucking glass, I mean, 
Oh my god. Um, what other highlights of the match did you really like about Swerve Hangman Two? Um, I I like the the Nana Nana um <laughs> kill. What what is it? It's not it's not called kill shot. It's uh the the whatever his uh, tombstone is on, on the ta- off the ledge of the the mat onto the table. That was uh-huh. definitely a good spot. Yeah. Is, uh, what is it? Is di- did I? Oh, de- yes, yes. Um, was it on the table on one of the it, tables? It, it was. It was on. It was through a table on the floor from the from the ring. Mm-hmm. Was it that table that he brought out, uh, Prince Nana? Was it that? Because I don't remember that part. Mm, um, I don't know if Nana brought it out mm-hmm. or uh, or not. I know it was. It was kind of after the whole cage coming in and doing his thing, um, but then I remember he got Nana hit him with the with the chair in the back, and no, that didn't stop that didn't stop uh, the page. He did that mm-hmm. did I from the from the from the apron through the table um, onto the floor. Um, that was definitely a, a nice little move, you know, especially with with Nana. Nana is so great at its facial expressions and his <laughs> dance. Um, you know, it was just one of those things where, you know, it, it's funny. He tried to, you know, lie in the mood up here in his, you know, swerve when I drive dance and nope, <laughs> yeah. straight through the table. Speaking of that real quick, before we move on, um, I don't know about you, but I think I'm going to try to attempt it. I think I'm going to try it. Maybe. I don't know yet. Um, are you going to try the swerve when I, the Prince Nana dance challenge? I mean, I'm always Prince Nana whenever his song comes on. I think it, it's so catchy. I mean, everybody's doing it. You know, <laughs> um, we'll do this. Um, if if you want, if not, not a big deal. I may still do it because I think it would be fucking hilarious. Um, uh, before we do episode three, whenever that is, and I, I mean, we still got another hour and fifteen minutes before we gotta shut this thing down and wrap it up. Um, what? How would you feel? Um, you know, for um. Episode three, before I go to Miami in two weeks, how would you feel about possibly doing a Prince Nana uh, challenge? Um, swerve. Yeah, swerve, a swerve challenge. A swerve um, off? A swerve off, yes. Now, we'll post it on our Instagram. Um, I, of course, I know you have a lot more followers on your Instagram than mine. Because uh, I'm just still getting back into it, you know, to, you know, promote the next chapter of my journey, which we'll get into another time off air. But, you know, we'll see um, who wins the Swerve Off Challenge. What do you think about that before we move on? Yeah, most most definitely. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to get that that music and get my uh, get my practice going. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do it before episode three, which we'll discuss a time um, within the next few days for next week. Sound good? Sounds sounds good. Perfect. All right. So with that being said, uh, let's move on. Um, we're not going to have time to be able to break down the entire card, but um, what? I'll let you choose the next match. Uh, we're obviously going to save uh, MJF versus Jay White and that whole situation um, for the for the last match. But um, what match do you want to break down next? Um, what do you think about the the four way uh, tag team ladder match? 
Ooh, um, that was with Ricky Starks, Big Bill, LFI, uh, FTR, yeah, FTR, and uh, Malachi, yeah, and, uh, Kings of the Black Throne, yeah, Kings of the Black Throne with Brody. Um, so I'll be very honest and I'll let you have the floor. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch that entire match. Um, I did see some highlights. Um, I'll actually let you have the floor on that match here in just a second. Uh, but I did hear there was a spot where I want to say it was either Dax Harwood or Brody King almost broke their fucking leg. Am I wrong? No, no, you're, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, that, uh, that was definitely, I guess, if you want to call it a, a, a spot fest, you can. Um, it was definitely one of those matches where, you know, there was a lot of things going on. They're using, you know, the ladder to jump off of it. They were crashing through the ladder. Um, it was definitely, you know, a, a train wreck. It was, a, it was, it was definitely a car wreck match. Mm-hmm. Um, things ago, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It was one of those matches where it was, it was entertaining. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you had, you know, your wrestling, um, you know, everybody fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had, you know, your big spots. And I think the, the biggest spot, um, that, that, you know, I guess that you've seen is whenever, uh, uh, Brody hit that uh, Gasano bomb on Drillisco through the ladder. Ooh, uh, really? Yeah, uh, it looked like it hurt. I oh. would not take that for you know. You'd have to give me a pretty good amount, you know, of money. Um, but yeah, that yeah that that was probably that's the if I'm gonna look at that match and just tell somebody one thing about that match, I'm gonna tell them, go look up that that gif of of uh Brody hitting that move on Drillistico through the um, ladder. It was crazy. Yes, 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 yes. Did did Brody set up the ladder on the outside like on the um like on the barricade and the ring or like um the announce desk or the commentator's table in the ring? Did he set it up outside or something? Yeah, it, it was on the apron, on the apron to the to the guard where well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna that that's a match I'm gonna have to uh, rewatch, and again, I probably will, um, you know, because um, when I was trying to watch it, I think I was getting out of work at the time, and my the signal on my phone was kind of fucking up on my unlimited data, so I was kind of pissed off about that. But um, no, from what you said, um, especially that move by Brody King on Drillistico. That shit sounded like it fucking hurt. I mean, that shit hurt my fucking back. Oh yeah. Hey, look. I'm pretty sure he still feels it this week. In the in the favor of you, it's been, it's, it's been done for two weeks. Um, but you know, again, it was it was a it was a hard hitting match. You know, um, everybody went through a table. Um, uh, you know, you know, Malachi got pal drive onto the onto the ladder. Um, you know, people were getting wedged in those ladders. There, people were getting speared into the ladders uh it was it was one of those train wreck matches that were really good really put together um you know and of course um you, we did see ricky starks and big bill um retain those titles um yeah. i don't know if you caught the pre- press conference uh after the show um i think they did a good job explaining um you know who they are as a tag team mm-hmm. and you know what what why don't they have a name and, and and all that i think uh I think we can see some definitely see some good things from Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, to jump, I'm gonna go ahead and, and jump further. We do know who their next, or we know who their opponents are gonna be. Yes, I'll, I'll let you lead off. Uh, I know where you're going, and um, I uh, I actually have a theory that I'm gonna ask you here in just a few minutes. And I did see that match. You're talking about the Golden Jets and the Bucks, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, um so I'm gonna let you uh start us off on that one as well. I did see that match. Uh, but I do have a theory, but um, I'll get to that here in just a second. But uh, please, absolutely, lead us off on uh, the Golden Jets and uh, the Bucks. So we do, we do, we do have that match. Um, you know, it was it, it was a good match. Of course, it mm-hmm. was. Uh, if the Golden Jets won, they took the Young Bucks uh, AEW World Title Champion opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the Bucks won, the Golden Jets had to disband as a team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going into the match. I was pretty sure the Golden Jets were going to win. I, I don't really think they were going to break them up that fast. They've only been teaming, you know, for maybe a couple of weeks, a month against the Don Callis family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it it was a re it it it, it was it's twofold. Um, they you know I think they put that match together to keep the Young Bucks on their pay per view streak. I think they've been on every pay per view mm-hmm. that AEW's had since they started, um, and now I think it is eventually turning into a young buck uh hill turn yeah yes um <laughs> i actually want to ask you um if you remember and i and you 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 do remember um if you remember if anybody remembers um when alan and i made our uh projections or predictions last week and brother you i know you remember this i gave a theory of um the ultimate you didn't see this coming moment would be where the Bucks actually joined the Don Callis family. From what I've seen and the fact that Don Callis was out there commentating on the match, I mean, let, let's be real here. He said that he was um, he was out there just to watch the Golden Jets lose, but we all know there's more than that. Yeah, I agree. Um you know, I think I think time's gonna tell. I think they're kind of figuring out um, the pieces right now. I think that's gonna be a few that probably you know goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. From what I've heard, uh, the Bucks are taking you know a little time off um, to kind of come back as that Hill team. Um, you know, you, we we kind of saw leading up to that match, they they were throwing those Hill tendencies. They were. They were bad mathing Jericho. They were, you know, telling Kenny that he wasn't a friend. They weren't there to help Kenny out. Um, you know, I guess it's gonna we're gonna see what happens with um with the young bucks. Do mm-hmm. do they join the Don Callis family? Do they break off into their own little uh, you know, hill faction? Mm-hmm. I think time will tell. I guess we gotta see who's coming in. I know like again, with Will Ospreay coming in. Uh, he was a little. He was part of the Don Callis family. Is he going to stay there? Uh, do the Bucks join him? You know, I, I think. I think, like I said, these next couple of months, uh, there should be some pretty big setups going on to kind of lead us into this 2024, you know, mm-hmm. schedule of AEW. Yes. Um, I mean, it is very interesting where they're going with the Bucks. Um, I now look. I'll be very honest with you. Um, I see this is really tricky 
And, you know, like we discussed last week, I was really, really praying and hoping for the feud that we should have been getting all along, which is the elite versus the Don Callis family. You know, I was really praying for that. Now, would the Bucks joining the Don Callis family be like a nice you didn't see this coming or maybe they are moles to uh, Kenny Omega to infiltrate the Don Callis family. I mean, we've seen this storyline happen before, but um, long-term do I hope that they join the Don Callis family long-term? I'm a 50-50 on it because I would really like, you know, for that feud of the elite Versus the Don Callis family feud to happen. Now, um, you know, I we also said last week when, um, you know, before the two things, the um, Hangman promo on Swerve and Prince Nana before Full Gear, and then of course when Hangman and or, I'm I'm sorry, Swerve and Prince Nana broke into uh, Hangman's home, you know that feud took a whole nother level um so before we move on because um i know we have a couple more matches and i was gonna have us take a quick break real quick so then we can do uh the devil situation mjf adam cole maybe uh, st- uh the uh women the tbs title match maybe uh the women's title then preview world's end and then um you know we wrap it up but um you know let me ask you this um first of all uh what are your thoughts on being the elite ending what do you think about that um you know i think it's good to take a break they've been going at that for the past like four years mm-hmm. now so, you know when they were in uh, new japan do I do I think people is it as hot as it used to be? I don't think so. I remember yeah. every Monday at twelve o'clock, I was I was watching it. I, it was you know they had some great stuff on there. Most recently, I've you know I've watched it here and there. I'm not really kept up. Um, it probably does. It probably is going to help them free up some time mm-hmm. to kind of you know do whatever they need to do. Um, they can always bring it back. Yes, uh, you know as, and I think I think it's you know it was time to end that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do something else. Maybe maybe they you know take a little break, like I said. Um, but I think it goes down as you know one of the all time classic you know vlogs. I think it I think they started the vlog revolution off. You know I think from mm-hmm. from them they had Sammy's vlog that kind of went off to he did his own thing with that and you yeah. know like Dark Order and you had all those other people doing vlogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of seen like I guess the vlog revolution has calmed down now that COVID's over. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good time, you know, let's change it up, especially if they're going to be heels or mm-hmm. they're getting, a, they're getting away from everybody, um, Kenny, you know, and all them, then they don't need to be doing vlogs where they're going to be showing everybody they can kind of, you know, keep to that, you know, hill persona. Uh, absolutely. Um, and then my final question, um, uh, on this for your thoughts, um, before we take a quick break, cause I'm going to use the restroom, um, get something to stack on, bring a water, get my charger, then I'm going to take this uh, outside. Um, actually, a two-part question. Number one, can you see if um, 
can you see this scenario possibly happening where a maybe the bucks are going to be like undercover heels into the Don Callis family and then b will we inevitably like sometime in 2024 maybe get an elite Don Callis family feud which we should have been getting from the get go what do you think i mean i think that just does too many angles on that you're you're going to have to think you know, are people going to remember in the year that why they why they turn? I think I think having like a a, a fake swerve is, is is just doing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would keep that more to a movie where it's two hours and you're going to remember because mm-hmm. at some point if they're going to be hills, you're not going to remember what they did in November if they're they tell the world that they were just playing around in August of next year at all in or in May at double or nothing. I think if they're going to turn Hill, they just need to turn Hill mm-hmm. um, and then go the redemption route. Um, if they do choose to turn faces again, mm-hmm. uh, I strongly believe that the young bucks are best as Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, just those annoying Hills. Whenever they first started in new Japan and ring of honor, when they were just so annoying that people, you know, people hated them until it was they were too cool. And I think um, if they go back to that, that's what they're best best at. Wearing, you know, the tassels and having the um, the streamers and all that kind of stuff. Back when they were in PWG, Ring of Honor, New Japan, I think that that's when they did their best work. I think if they go back to Hills, uh, whether they go with the Don Cow family or whether they kind of just keep to themselves, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. They can they can get some good feuds, you know. Put over some of the newer stars, right? I do know, um, you know, a lot of people coming back from injury. Uh, a lot of face groups are coming back from injury. Top flights is coming back. Private parties probably gonna about to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. They can do the Hardys again if they want to. I think there's not that many hill tag teams out there. You have currently, uh, yes, I agree. You, know, you have House of Black. You have. Uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, you have, um, you know, you have your 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 trios matches too. I guess it depends on what you want to call LFI. You know, their their heels, their faces. We don't really know what they are. They're ingovernable. I guess you can say that they're both heels and faces at the same time. So FTR is is more of a face now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you you can put them into that into that heel row until they get uh, Ozzy Open back up. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you have the Golden Jets now. Faces, mm-hmm. I think they, I think they need those. I think they need that Hill team, and I think the Bucks can fill that spot and right. know, give the rub to the younger talent until they make the redemption. Yeah, and then my final question: Then we're going to take a quick break. Um, will we, will we get the Don Callis family uh, elite feud uh, down the road? Do you think so? Because I hope so. I, I think so. But I legitimately hope so because I thought that could have been a phenomenal fucking feud. What do you think, real quick, before you go to break? I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, I think it just depends. Are you, when you say elite, are you talking? You know, Bucks, Kenny, but uh, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. with with that elite, you know, because one of my favorite things in uh, AEW. Um, like, I don't care about the elite back in the day. I don't care about their old theme song. 
my, one of my favorite entrances today and AEW or any of professional wrestling is uh, Carry On Wayward Son and all of them coming out together. And, you know, going back to Double or Nothing this past year, I thought the fact that they all came out to um, Carry On Wayward Son, I thought that was fucking cool. So, you know, I would like to see that feud and I think that would be awesome. Uh, but yes, uh, Kenny... Hangman, the Bucks, uh, will we get that feud against the Don Callis family? Yes. I don't th- I don't think we do, at least mm-hmm. that version of it. Um I just think that the lead's too small now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have you have Kenny, Hangman, and the Bucks. The Don Callis family, you really have um you're gonna have Hobbs, Takeshka, Hobbs, uh Ozzy Open, Sammy Guevara. If Osprey joins number two, you're looking at six, possibly more. I think that you're you're gonna have to get something bigger than the elite, mm-hmm. um, unless you want to go like the golden elite route, where you get um, Koda, yeah, you get you get a Koda coming there, um, and then I mean I don't I don't even know I I at that point I'd have to go into the Rolodex and kind of see all right who who have they kind of you know brought into their little you know BTE gang. Right. Um, over the years. At that point, you're looking like at Flip Gordon, who's in CMLL now, who's nobody likes. Um, he's independent, and he's CMLL, so he's not going to be in there. Um, you know, and then you're bringing in Bullet Club members. Um, like who? You, um, oh man, what's his name? You're, you're, you're bringing like the Tokyo Pip, you're bringing in Tomatonga, you're bringing in um, Hikuleo, Tongaloa. You're bringing in kind of like those, the uh, Crown Jewel. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but you're bringing in like some of those guys from the Bullet Club in Japan that are right. kind of there right now who don't really are not really the elite. They're just we're part of the Bullet Club whenever they're a Bullet Club, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that's going to make a big enough splash. Which is why I think they put Jericho in that Golden Jets to kind of mingle with the elite. It's kind of like the um, they're like it's they're really they're all elite, uh, you know. Minus minus Cody, it's it's the Young Bucks, it's Kenny, it's Adam Page, and it's Jericho. Those are, you know, if you're going to talk about the starting point of AEW, it's those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, maybe they're trying to do something with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, before we go to break, um, I. I, if they want to expand it like as like a full-on fucking war where it's not like four on possibly like seven, eight, maybe ten, if they want to expand like a fucking war, I could see that. I would, I'd be fine with that. But, you know, obviously led by the original elites of Kenny, Hangman, the Bucks, you know, um, and maybe Jericho, um, if they want to go that route, like what you're saying, I would love that route. But I just think because that's the whole point, because Don Callis and Takeshita, you know, because I think it's safe to say that other than Don Callis, Takeshita is like the actual like wrestling leader, captain of the Don Callis family. Um, if that's the route they want to go, um, I'll be fine with it. Um, but before we go to break, your quick thoughts on that. Um, for having just not the elite. Well, no, they still they still have the elite, but I'm catapulting off your point. And you're doing onto your point, like if they want to add it instead of like a faction versus faction, 
um, like a like an annual like let's say Survivor Series or Blood and Guts, mm-hmm. um, instead of a five on five five on five where they make it like a full on fucking war, like war. basically like a gang warfare. You know, I think I think if they if they can play it off right, I think that'd be cool. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you gotta figure out. What, I guess it's gonna re- what what do you think it re- would replace? Um, it it have to replace Blood or Guts or Anarchy in the Arena. Now, see, I'm going to have to disagree with that. Um, I think, okay, okay, that, that's actually a good point. Um, I don't think either of those matches should be replaced, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, I don't know how that would work. Um, that would be a... Yeah, that would legitimately be a conversation for another day. But what I'm saying is originally, you know, I just feel that as wrestling fans, you know, because I really enjoyed the Elite and Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I really enjoyed that feud, Anarchy in the Arena, Two, Blood and Guts. Um, I really enjoyed those. I don't think those matches need to be replaced, but I mean... I don't know. That's that's a tricky subject, but um, I don't know. That's a conversation for another day, don't you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, because that that that's gonna have to take some. Uh, that's gonna have to take a little bit. Um, but anywho, um, I know we gotta continue this thing going, but I know uh, we've been doing this for an hour, and uh, we said we were gonna go till nine thirty. Um, do you wanna? Before we wrap this up for the night, um, after we take a quick break, you want to do uh, Stat, uh, Julia Hart, Sky Blue, Tony Storm, uh, Hikaru Shida real quick, and then, of course, the uh, main event, and then we'll preview World 10 and wrap it up. That sounds good. Perfect. All right, we're going to preview the rest, take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to wrap it up next. I'll see you in a minute, brother. Sounds good. All right, Matt, I'll be back. All right. Sorry about that, dude. I had to get my fucking extension cord because I didn't want this to run out on us. No problem. No problem. I'm ready to go. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, um, where would you like to go next? I'll let you pick. That, um, let's let's talk ahead. about the, the the Julie Hart Chris Statlander Sky Blue match for the TBS Championship. Absolutely. So it didn't end the way that you and I predicted. Uh, last week, um, where we thought Julia, or I mean, I'm sorry, Sky Blue was going to lay down on purpose for Julia to fuck Chris Statlander. Um, are you disappointed by that? 
No, I, I'm not. Uh, you know, I, the the ending. The, I'm fine with the ending. I think. Uh, I think having a having um, Julia pin Statlander. I mean, no, no, she, she, didn't pin, she, she, she pinned. She pinned blue. Yeah. Uh, Statlander hit the hit her hit her move and then knocked Statlander out to pin blue to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that works. Um, again, I I think the reason why blue was there was to take that pin. Um. You know, I, I I'm I'm fine with the match. I think, um, like I said last week, I thought I think Julia should have won. I think she could do mm-hmm. a little bit more with the title. I think Chris Dallander has kind of hit her peak with that title. I think she either needs to move up and go against for the AEW title, mm-hmm. um, or kind of continue and see where that feud because she's intertwined with the whole Julia Hart Willow Sky Blue, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which. She probably doesn't need the title on her to continue that. You let uh let Julia run with it and see what she has, what she can offer, what see how much she can grow uh, having that title on her. Oh, absolutely. Um, and again, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that the wrong decision was made. No, I mean, am I disappointed? You know, because you know, obviously. You know, uh, when it comes to the women's division at AEW, I'm a big Chris Statlander supporter, you know, and Jamie Hayter. No, I'm not disappointed at all. The right decision was made. Um, Where I can kind of see it go is um, I agree with you because Julia Hart has busted her ass. She has busted her fucking ass since day one because we all know that when she was with Varsity Blondes, she was just a boring little cheerleader. But ever since she, you know, went to with House of Black, she has literally become a fucking badass. And by the way, congratulations to her and uh, Lee Johnson. Did you hear that they got married? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard it. It was a it was a, it was a Friday the thirteenth wedding, I believe. <laughs> Damn, that's that's fucking rough. Um, but no, I absolutely agree. Um, Again, I the reason why I was kind of hoping that it would go in the direction of Sky Blue uh, laying down, like letting Julia take the pinfall on purpose is because of the fact that, um, you know, her and Stat have been kind of uh, minorly feuding for weeks. But that could set up a feud, um, you know, that could help Sky Blue have her first major feud, you know? Um, I was kind of hoping for that. Um, Now, again, like I said, Julia Hart winning was the right decision because it's like, who the fuck else would challenge Chris Statlander for the TBS title? Um, But, you know, I'm glad that they went in the direction where Chris Statlander didn't take the pen and instead it was sky blue. I mean, I see that, but I was kind of hoping for that more dramatic where, you know, maybe this Wednesday on dynamite, uh, Chris Statlander calls out sky blue being like, what the hell? Like, so it proves that you really are on Julia's side. Like you literally fucked me out of the title. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I think, I think the reason they took that title off of her was so they can, move that feud with her and Sky and, and probably Willow. I mean, on on Collision this week, you did have Julia Hart defend the title against Lady Frost. So I do see more um, magic, more more opportunity for other women 
uh, to fight for that TBS title now that um, Julia has a has a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now they're probably going to go full speed into uh, Sky Blue, Chris Statlander, Willow uh, feud. I think I think that's where they're headed with that until um, until you get you know either a stable formation with Julia or they kind of end their feud and they move on once you know. Britt comes back once Jamie Hader comes back. Um, once once the Outcast kind of finish their little thing up with uh, Cool Hand Ange and all that. Oh, um, you, you know, I think I think you have you you know what Tony Storm is doing with mm-hmm. the with the world with the women's champion. You kind of know what Julia Hart's doing with her title. I think now uh, Tony Khan needs to kind of focus on what what are the other. Uh, women doing what? What are their feuds? Where, where are their storylines going? Kind of plan mm-hmm. that out. I think that's what he's doing with Chris Statlander, Sky Blue, and Willow right now. Interesting theory. Um, it, that's very interesting that you brought up uh, Jamie Hader and uh, Britt. Um, one feud that I would like to see, and obviously we're going to get to the elephant in the room. Then we're going to preview World's End quickly. You know, if you got time for like a few minutes, we'll do like a quick rapid fire question since we have no pay-per-view to make uh, previews on. We'll do like rapid fire questions, you know, basically like does the devil reveal himself at World's End? But um, you, you see where I'm going with this real quick before I continue oh. my thoughts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because we got to make it kind of like if we're trying to build this thing, you know, not make it exactly like off the script, but, you know, we're trying to do it our way, you know? And once we built this up and we can start making fucking bitch and money off of this, you know, then we'll do them. Hopefully one day we can do super chats. But one thing I would be very interested in seeing if they really want to take this, um, Julia and sky blue and willow feud. If Britt Baker is not involved with the whole uh, devil storyline, if she's not in that group, I personally could honestly see, you know, kind of like how WWE does with war games, um, where maybe they do like a three-on-three stadium stampede or a three-on-three anarchy in the arena, you know, like Ladies of the House of Black. Uh, You know, Willow ends up becoming more dark uh you know sky blue um you know also it be, descends further into darkness uh julia hart being the ringleader going up against statlander uh jamie hater and uh brit what do you think about that possibility yeah i mean i can definitely see that going i think i think though when you get to that i think you kind of need to figure out which which women are going to stay again mm-hmm. for the tbs which one they're going to go to stay with the AEW world. I think, I think you do kind of have, you know, looking at all, all the women that are fighting, I think you do have your core group of who is going to always fight for the women's world title. And I think you do have your kind of core group of who's going to fight for that TBS title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if they did do that, where you see like a Brit fight, like a, like a Willow or, or Chris, I, I think if they do that, then they need to elevate Chris and, or whoever it is into that, you know, women's world title picture absolutely um now before we move on um obviously you know like we discussed last week 
Um, obviously, we still need to get the inevitable uh, Jamie Hayter returns and gets revenge on Tony Storm. Um, obviously, we need to get that. I would love to see that. And like you said as well, I would absolutely love to see a Chris Statlander and Tony Storm. Which, uh, before we get to um, the devil situation, because I'm pretty sure you have some thoughts on it, and I definitely have a lot of thoughts. Um, before we get to Tony Storm in that direction, um, I would perfectly be fine with... Um, you know, um, Statlander, Tony Storm doing like a couple of months. Um, we obviously we're definitely going to get Mariah May versus Tony Storm inevitably. Um, you know, we need to get absolutely Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm. And then, you know, I just think that's a feud that could write itself. You know, Statlander going up against the ladies of the House of Black. Um, you know, but she needs help. You know, she may be like a badass, but like she can't take on all three by herself, you know? So that's another reason why I would think that that feud down the road would be a great feud, no? Yeah. Um, you know, I agree. I think, though, for anything that what we're going to see now is I think we're going to see any feud that goes through Tony Storm is going to have to go through Mariah May first. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see anybody who wants a feud. Like, let's say you said a Chris Dallander. I definitely see her feuding with Mariah May, you know, for at least a couple of weeks before she actually gets a title shot against Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, even then, I don't really see. I see if that happens. I, I see, you know, her feuding with Mariah uh, May for a couple of weeks and then them finishing off at a pay-per-view. Yeah. And then uh, before we move on to um, Tony Storm real quick, because I do have some thoughts about that, because I heard – that apparently, I think it was Aubrey who refereed the match between Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida, saw the fucking shoe from Lu- that um, Luther handed Tony, um, you know, and like she didn't even fucking question it. But before I uh, I get to that, um, how soon do you think we're going to get Mariah May and Tony Storm? You know, because I actually can see that going in the route of Mickey James and uh, Trish Stratus from back in like the early or middle 2000s. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I, I see that happening at a uh, all in in mm-hmm. London, just cause you'll have two, two women from the UK. Um, that just screams all in to me. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't see that happening until then. So I think we'll, we'll get a good, um, a good 10 months before that actually happens, maybe even mm-hmm. longer. Um, but I, I think most definitely, if if they don't do a uh, if they don't do a a Mercedes Monet versus Tony Storm or Mercedes Monet versus uh, uh, Jamie Hayter or whoever the champ is at that time, I, I definitely see maybe a Mariah May and and, and Tony Storm at, at um Stadium. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then my final question, actually, you know, catapulting off that, um, you know, going back to our discussion that uh, Jamie Hayter needs to absolutely get a fucking rematch against Tony Storm. Do you think that Jamie Hayter, whenever she inevitably returns, do you think she will uh, be the one to take the title off Tony Storm? Uh, you know, I, you know, she, she has a good chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna. I guess they need to figure out where she's where she's gonna fit in whenever she does come back. Um, you know. 
being in a stable with Britt Baker. Britt's not doing anything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure she's with Adam with Adam Cole. Uh, doing they're doing their thing, trying to heal up. So mm-hmm. you know when she does come back, I guess it's, they're gonna figure out where she gets thrown in into the mix. I can I can definitely see her getting thrown into the Mariah May. You know, and I can see maybe them fighting that at all in, and then just pushing back their feud, uh, Mariah May and uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. So all in, I mean, to all out or possibly double or nothing. Um, I guess it's a time frame. You know, from what I've from what people have been saying, I haven't heard any news lately, but I do know, you know, that everybody was saying early 2024 that Jamie would be coming back. So Jamie would be coming back. You know, I think it's just figure out, you know, where she's going to fit in in, in, in in the feud. Oh, absolutely. And another scenario that I could see, absolutely see, um, and then we'll do quick thoughts on Tony Storm and uh, Hikaru Shida, and then we'll get to the, you, yeah, basically, you know, um, Another thing I could see happening, um, because obviously you know Jamie Hayter wants revenge. She wants, when she comes back, I would be absolutely shocked if she doesn't want Tony Storm's head on a fucking platter, even though she's not with the outcast anymore, and she's definitely not involved in that fucking annoying love angle between Angela Parker and uh, Ruby Soho with Matt Menard and uh, Soraya basically like, dude, come on. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and then I could see Mariah May um, trying to quote-unquote help Tony Storm, but in return, she ends up costing Tony Storm the women's title, and that will set up for the uh, Mickey James Trish Stratus uh, S feud. Yeah, I mean that 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 that'd be a good way to start it off. That would be absolutely. Um, and then you know, be yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of that, real quick before we get to the main event, um, quick, um, what the fuck was Aubrey thinking by literally not questioning the shoe? From what I heard, was literally hidden in Tony Storm's ass, basically. Like, what the fuck is wrong with Aubrey? Was she having an off night? You know, I think that's the that's the one the one problem that AEW has had since the beginning is mm-hmm. the refs kind of overlooking things like that. Um, you know, I've heard on other podcasts and other wrestling talk shows that that's the main point they talk about, about the refs, you know, turning that blind eye. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think at that point, they just got to get a little bit more crisper um whenever they know that that's about to happen of course you really can't you know if 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 you did if you did have aubrey take that away then you kind of lose that spot mm-hmm. um, the kind of how like in, you know in a in a 50 50 spot like what do i do and then most times you know they they let it go um yeah you know you look you look at you look at the the pinfalls when they count they're counting to three or you know whenever i guess it was mike knox whenever he didn't count out um John Mox when he had that concussion whenever he probably should have. Um I think I think that's one of the main talking points about AEW dub and you know getting their referee um just to be a little bit more uh you know detail oriented, get a little bit more crisper, you know, calling those shots. You know, I think I think at the end of the day, even if it does ruin the match or you know it messes up the flow of the match, mm-hmm. I think the refs need to abide by the rules and that just makes the wrestlers you know, stay in check and make sure that they're 
on the right spots at the right time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I could see that. I could see that. Um, real quick, um, before we get on with the uh, quick thoughts on uh, Tony Storm, uh, the rest of the quick thoughts before we get to the main event, um, how, how are you doing? Are you, are you doing okay, like, energy-wise? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Doing okay. good, doing good. Okay, do you want to go till? are you okay with going till 10 o'clock? Because... Are, are you okay with that? Yeah. If not, we'll try. We'll try to speed this up. Okay. So ten o'clock. Yeah. Let's just try. Yeah. We can do ten. Nine forty-five. Ten o'clock. I mean, nine nine forty-five. Ten o'clock. Er, okay. Earlier the better. I, I still have. Er, you know. Earlier the yeah. better. You got to get to sleep. Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, let's move on. Um, quickly. Um, what are your thoughts, uh, real quick, on uh, Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida, and where does Hikaru go from here? Quickly. You know, it was it was a good match. Um, it's kind of what I expected. Uh, I think. The right thing is to put Tony, uh, the title on Tony Storm. I think her uh, character, like I said last week, is uh, it's top notch right now. It's 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 hot. You need to run with it. Um, uh-huh. I I think you do see a feud with Sheeta and Tony, or Sheeta and Mariah May. You know, trying uh-huh. to get that Mariah May to 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 show Tony that she that she's totally in love with her and that she's willing to fight for her. So I think I, you see that for a little bit. Um, and then I think at some point you'll get everybody back and then you, you might see, uh, Sheeta fall down to maybe the TBS title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can, I could see that. Um, but again, since we're a little crunch on time right now, try to end this by earlier, 945, 10 o'clock. Um, we'll save that discussion for another day. Um, let's go to the main event. Um, I gotta tell you, um, and then I'll let you have the floor with your thoughts. Um, and, you know, we'll we'll actually skip the recap because the bigger story at play here is, number one, the devil didn't fucking reveal himself. Uh, number two, what the fuck was going on with that whole injury angle bullshit? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, you know, I think they just did that to get more views in. You know, you see... You 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 you're watching you're watching the free show on on YouTube, and, uh-huh. and all of a sudden you see uh, the guns attack MJF and he's getting put into a stretch uh, to an ambulance. And you don't know what's going to happen. I think that uh-huh. uh, that's gonna you know drive some curiosity to people who might not have wanted to buy it. Now they want to buy it to see what happens. Um, and then you get Bye. and then you get Adam Cole. All of a sudden, oh, he's gonna challenge what? Maybe he's not hurt. I think that goes into more buys. Um, yeah. And so I think that's that's the reason why they kind of uh, did that angle. Yeah. Um, it's still disappointing that the devil did not reveal himself. Now, what I like about... Now, I can understand where they're going with this. And JD even said this on Off the Script the night of the Full Gear review last week with Jesse. Um, Right now, what they want you to think is that they want you to think that everything is good in MJS world. He got his belt back. Uh, Adam Cole is back, even though he's still not 100%. They're basically setting it up for like a very big heartbreak. Do you think so? Yeah, I think I think that's where they've been heading since the beginning. Kind of be like, oh man, everything's on the up and up with them. You know, he's he's learning to trust people. He has a best friend. He has two belts. Um, uh-huh. He has the ring. 
it just makes for a better downfall when he loses everything and he gets and he's in a depressed what do I do? Um I think the big thing though is gonna be like how how are they gonna how are they gonna intertwine that with you know the contract the his contract ending in December? Right. You know, are are they gonna do it where you know he loses that world in and then he's out but then he, he comes back or he wins the devil comes out. I, I think that's gonna be that's that's what I'm interested in seeing now. Um, I kind of already know that that's where they're kind of heading, where he's gonna lose everything mm-hmm. to be a bigger it, baby face. So I, I kind of want to see where this where this contract leads to. Absolutely. Um, one thing I could see this going to. Um, well, first of all, let me just get this out there. Um, Tony Khan now has to, like, literally, it is fucking mandatory that by December 30th at the end of the night, whether it is Adam Cole, whether it is Kyle O'Reilly, whether it is Roddy, who, whoever it is, the devil payoff has to happen by World's End. They cannot keep it any longer than World's End, right? Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that makes that makes perfect sense. You know, you're gonna start off the the new year with a with a new feud. It's gonna be totally different than what 2023 was. Um, yeah, you know, if they're gonna do it now, you know, the only reason again, I don't see them revealing who the devil is. It's because it's Adam Cole and he's not ready to go for months. Yeah, but um. See that that's where this gets a little tricky. Um, that's where this absolutely gets a little tricky, and I'm glad we kind of sped through some of the other things, which uh, maybe we'll save it for episode three next week. Uh, before I go to Miami, we take a week off from doing Russell Empire. But I just look if the 2024 bidding war is a factor here. If it is a factor. You know, where will MJF stay or will he go? And they're going to play that storyline, even though I personally believe in private, MJF, a while back, has signed a new contract. It is signed, sealed, and delivered. Tony Khan losing MJF would be a, uh, would be a fucking catastrophe for AEW. It, it would absolutely be a goddamn catastrophe. Now, look. Losing Cody, losing CM Punk, they're WWE guys. But if they lose MJF, that could be fucking catastrophic because right now he is the biggest baby face on the roster and he is the face of AEW. So, look, that's where I will respectfully disagree. You can't wait months. You cannot wait months for the devil reveal. You, you, you just can't. Um, you know, then if that's the case, uh, then why the fuck are they doing the devil storyline in the first place? The whole point, like, that's the only direction that they can go because otherwise it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Tony? Like, there's already the 2024, the bidding war of 2024 storyline, um, which they're obviously going to play out on TV. If they don't reveal the devil by the world's end, what the hell are they doing? 
Like, you can't prolong that story. You just can't. I agree. I think I, I definitely think they need to uh, to pull the trigger on that. I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's 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 been intriguing since, you know, they jumped Jay White. Since they, since they jumped the acclaim. I think it is time now that they pull the trigger and actually show who it is. Um, uh-huh. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to see who it is. I think, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions. Well, I guess now there's only two people who it could be. Um, I- so... You know, I I'm, I want to see who it is. I I definitely think, you know, I think there's a wrong and a and a right way to, to who it could be. You know, I, I think they're both be okay, but no, I think it could be anybody. It needs to be uh, the kingdom. I think it needs to be Adam Cole. It just makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, you know, if it is Jungle Boy, if it is Jack Perry, uh, minus that one interaction they had where he talked about that he doesn't see him as a world champion being being a babyface. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I could see him being the devil. It just doesn't make sense without him talking about the CM Punk stuff, which I don't know if they would want to bring that up or if they can't even bring that up. It just yeah, because, uh, yeah, because um, apparently, um, I, I, I don't know where to go with that, with, you know, because um, we all, we both know, as we discussed at the beginning, um, that uh, tomorrow night when we do the uh, when uh, CM Punk does the promo, which will which will react to on episode three next week, um, when he does the promo tomorrow night, he is going to take some shots at AEW for how it happened. Um, you know, because Triple H can't do it; he's the face of the fucking company, you know, and he's a professional. But CM Punk can. Um, now, when it comes to the identity of the devil, um, if it's not Adam Cole, I can see it being one of two people. Maybe they go in the direction of the Aces and Eights storyline, where, you know, Kyle O'Reilly is believed to be in charge. And then Adam Cole is pulling all the strings. I could see that going. Um, do you remember the Aces and Eight storyline from TNA? I do, uh, I do. Yeah, I could see them going in that direction. Now, if they want to do that, where the kingdom is involved, and wait to have Adam Cole as the ringleader behind that, I'm okay with that. If they want to do Jack Perry... I could see that, too. Will I like it? No. Because, number one, Jack Perry already lost this past year uh, at Double or Nothing in that Fatal 4-Way match. But I'll understand it. But um, if they don't pull the trigger at World's End in any other way, if it's not Adam Cole actually not being hurt and it was a work or Kyle O'Reilly pulling a Devon route or a um or a Jack Perry then at this point like we gotta start asking the fucking questions of what Tony Khan is doing, right? True, true. So you think that they'd pull off a henchman's mask first before they pull off the devil's mask? Would Maybe on an episode of Dynamite. Um, 
I could see that actually. I could see them going that route. Um, the question is when. I don't know. That remains to be seen. Um, now, one thing I could see, and then uh, we'll we'll give. I'll have you give a couple of quick thoughts on the match, um, along with a question that I have for you. Um, what I could see them doing is I could see them quote unquote attacking Adam Cole. That's going to piss MJF off. He's going to be so pissed off that he's going to literally go find them himself, you know, because they already attacked the acclaimed, which upset MJF because as you saw MJF, was, you know, starting, he was starting to like Max Caster and the acclaimed more. Now, if they attack Adam Cole, who, quote unquote, is like his brother, um, that will really piss him off. And then he'll go find them. And then that's when we'll get the first reveal. I could see that scenario happening. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think that'd work too. I think that'd be intriguing, you know. But uh, same thing though, I think. If you pull off a mask and it is one of the kingdom members, I think you kind of know who the devil is at that point. I think they'd have to bring in, you know, an outsider. Um, mm -hmm. You know, which, speaking of outsiders, could you see maybe they pull off a mask and it's uh, Mustafa Ali or Shelton Benjamin or it's Dolph Ziggler? Oh, that's a good question. Because supposedly uh, their 90 day contracts end, you know, that third week of December, which could put them at Rose Inn at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, no, that's a good question. Um, could I see it? Sure. Do I want to see it? Um, that remains to be seen. Um, one thing I could see happening, um, bringing up names. Um, do you do you remember noticing uh, one of the uh, henchmen members being muscular? Yeah, I think one of the members is Wardlow. Or, I can it see could that. be, yeah. Because you know, I think because you know he's been obsessed with getting his hands on Max for the past couple of months. And I don't know of any other possible wrestler on the AEW ro roster or a possible outsider who is being rumored to um, possibly sign with AEW. Um, I could see it being war. I if one of the members is Wardlow, then I could see that happening as well. Then it's like, what the hell is going on? Um, as far as an outsider like Dolph Ziggler or Mustafa Ali or Shelton Benjamin, uh, time will tell. That remains to be seen. Would I like to see it? Uh, depends on where they go with the storyline. Can I see it? Sure. But um, I just um, I don't know if that would make a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Real quick, um, and then uh, we'll get to um, Rapid Fire and uh, Preview World. And um, I got um, – give us some quick thoughts on the uh, main event. 
Uh, but before I do that, before we do that, and then we get to World Tim preview and rapid fire, um, do you think Jay White is buried? Uh, no, I, I think he's going to be a center uh, centerpiece. I think he'll get out of it. Um, I do think the lead up and the match were kind of you know working against him. But yeah. I think I think people are going to see what Jay White can do, even with how it turned out. What he can do. I mean, you go and you look at, um, you know, I mean, the lead up to it, of course, wasn't that great. It was it was kind of quick. It didn't make sense why he had the belt in the first mm-hmm. place. Why he was holding it on. Um, the match was 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 the match. I mean, I get it. It was it was it was weird. Like you said, there was an injury angle. There was a uh, there is like who's he gonna fight? He needs to get the belt. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So it, it really didn't work out in his favor. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I do think, you know, with him being that being in that continental classic and um, all that, I think that that definitely will will help him out. Um, and they'll kind of go. It'll kind of show everybody, um, you know, what, what 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 he what he can do. I mean, that match with 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 Roosh was 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 good. Um, I need to I need to watch that. By the way, Nicole and I and, we're gonna catch up on Dynamite and Collision tomorrow night. But uh, sorry about that. Continue, brother. Um, and then I think he has Strick he has Strickland this week on Wednesday, which is gonna be Ooh. a which is gonna be a banger. Um, and then of course he'll still have to fight uh, Mots, Briscoe, and Lethal. So I think those are all good matches. Um, I think he'll he'll easily um, you know people will forget about the lead up in the in the MJF match. And you know you you'll kind of see what happens with him um, in this kind of classic. Yes, um, that's going to be very interesting to see. Um, and I and I absolutely hundred percent agree with you. Um, he's not buried, but uh, right now um, I don't think he's ready to be world champion. Not yet. Will he actually be a champion at some point down the road? Absolutely. Um, but I just don't think his time is yet. Uh, but before we get to a quick preview of World's End and Rapid Fire, so we can wrap this up, um, share with us um, a quick recap of the match and uh, what were your highlights of the match? Um, you know, I mean, it was, I think it was your standard match. I think, uh, you know, of course, you had Adam Cole come out, um, pretending like he was going to defend. Um, and then you see the ambulance drive in with MJF walking in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it was one of those classic, you know, you stack the odds, you know, you stack the odds. He's, his he's, he's hurt. He's not gonna be able to win. The belt's going to go to Jay White. I think that's what they're, that, that's what they were trying to, to, to lead towards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously you see MJF retaining, um, you know, it was a good match. I think, uh, they did good. There was a, there was, you know, you know, I think, uh, at some times MJF did forget he was injured. Um, <laughs> But you know, I think they did great. I think that elbow drop off the off the top rope onto the floor was insane. Absolutely, um, yes. That table didn't break, of course. And I think he hurt his hip doing that. Um, you know that um, what was it? That cutter jumping jumping off. Uh, over yes, the top I rope. remember that. Yeah, you know, that that was great. Um, you know, it, it it was a good match. I I personally wouldn't want. I didn't really want to see that injury angle. I wanted to see like a good solid match. I mean, the ref kicked out, um, you know, the guns. Um, yes, early, early I saw on that. Ma- early on in the match, you know, Adam Cole really didn't play a part of the match until the very end. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, for me, I would I would like to see, you know, 
a, a match more in the ring. They're they're definitely outside of the ring. They were doing, you know, like I said, he was jumping off the top rope onto the table. He did that cutter to the outside, um, things like that. I, um, you know, there was there was the diamond ring low <laughs> blows. Um, I would like to see a, just a good classic wrestling match between between the two. Uh huh. Um, but I, I see why they did that. You know, I think they're trying to get that sympathy from for MJF. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of doing all they can. Um, still a great match. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I personally thought that um, they were going to put the belt on Jay White and the devil was going to come out. Um, so they obviously kept me guessing, which is good. It's not one of those things where I can just be like, oh, I know who's going to win, so I don't have to watch. Um, you know, I think AEW does a good job on that where, you know, you definitely know who sometimes who's going to win, but when it comes to like important matches... You don't mm-hmm. know. It could go either way. And I think they did a great job showing that, hey, I think people thought that Jay White was going to win. And it turned out that MJF retained. I think people thought the devil was going to come out. And he didn't. So, um, you know, I- yeah. So, I, I'm look, again, you and I are both fans of long-term booking. And uh, one thing you brought up, which I actually do remember, um, you know, in that match, um, I forgot. Oh, um, and kind of going along with the uh, opening or the main event of Zero Hour, the Guns versus MJF. Um, when the Guns were attacking Max at the end of that match, uh, Adam Cole didn't even try to swipe at them. Like, he just stood there. Uh, same thing with um, the main event. Um and then the diamond ring spot, like he didn't toss it to Max. He laid it there for him to go get. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm glad that they're doing that, um, that spot. With, But, you know, I mean, that's why I'm saying all the more reason that um, they have to pull this off. They have to pull the trigger or at least make some sort of progress. Uh, soon, you know, whether it's the Aces and Eights storylines, um, the, um, whatchamacallit, yeah, the Aces and Eights storylines-esque, you know, where maybe they think Kyle O'Reilly is the head honcho while they're giving Adam Cole some more time. If they want to do that, and then like Roddy, uh, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett uh, being in the henchmen's, uh, or in the Devil's Crew, okay, fine. But they need to pull the fucking trigger on this shit very soon. They have to. They don't. Then we need to start asking questions of Tony Khan. Like, yo, dude. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Like, seriously. Um, You know? And that would be the biggest botch on Tony Khan's mark. Especially if, you know, with WWE stepping up. And, you know, getting Cody back. You know? Getting ready to have some good stories of their own again, you know, cause you know, like I've told you, um, during the debut episode, um, you know, on air and I told you off air, uh, for a while, WWE was falling apart, you know, but it's like, this is, this is the time. This is the time right here where Tony Khan has to get everything back on track. Has to. I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, okay, real quick before we get to uh, rapid fire, 
and you know just ask me any uh wrestling question like for uh predictions for uh coming up um soon um let's each give a quick preview or or looking ahead to world's end um I'm going to let you go first. Um, what would you like to see um, going into World's End? Like, what match, like, possible matches, um, you know, obviously other than the main events, Samoa Joe versus MJF. Uh, basically, what would, you, what would you like to see going into World's End? You know, uh, I'm excited for the, of course, the Continental Classic finale. I think whoever it's going to be, I think it's going to be two, you know, top stars. I, I, I do think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. I also think it's going to probably be Daniel Bryan. Um, Jay White, Ooh. or or it, it or it's gonna be it, it's gonna be Daniel Bryan, Jay White, or Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, Swerve. I think I think we're gonna see one of whoever wins this Wednesday is probably gonna win the Gold League. Um, I do think Danielson wins the Blue League. Um, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know if it's if it's if it's gonna be those matches, I think that's gonna. That's gonna be the sto- the the showstopper match, you know. Oh, I think- between um, either uh, Brian Danielson versus Jay White or Swerve. You said Swerve. Yeah, I think it's it's. I think the final is gonna be um, Danielson versus Swerve or Danielson versus White. I think that's gonna. Those are gonna be the 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 top people. The top people who come out of uh, yeah. the classic, um, you know, with Eddie losing his. Um, Losing all of his titles, which I heard real quick before um, um, I give uh, give my uh, previews of what I would like to see going in the world's end. Um, is he is he does he have another chance to, um, you know, keep his titles kind of like a World Cup esque thing? Is that what they're doing with the Continental Classic? I think what happens is whoever wins, whoever wins the whole thing. Uh-huh. becomes the uh it, they become the the uh the ROH world champion, the strong champion and then that continental champion. I think they be, they become all three of those champions. Um all right, so basically like a triple crown. Yeah, there'll be a triple crown, there'll be a triple crown champion where they kind of defend that um on on um, strong New Japan's uh, U.S. show, and then on uh, RH, which again fits perfectly for Daniel Bryan. He can kind of go and he can take over that ROH booking, and he can go do that over there. Where it's he can do his New Japan final that he wants to do. Um, you know, he'll be the world champion. I think that makes perfect sense for him, um, uh, unless unless Eddie Kingston wins, which I could see. You know, I can see Eddie Kingston winning. Yeah. No, um, uh, before I give my thoughts real quick, I'm bringing Eddie Kingston up. Aren't him and uh, Brian uh, supposed to face each other on Dynamite this Wednesday or is Collision this coming uh, Saturday? Coll- coll- yeah, Collision on Saturday. Ooh, okay. I gotta, I gotta watch that. Um, of course, after the uh, Big 12 title game. Oh, by the way, uh, well, I... Um, Real quick, uh, before I get my thoughts, I'm so sorry because, you know, we got to wrap this up within the next 15, 30 minutes. Um, real quick, do you think Texas, do you think we will win the Big 12 title? Yes, of course. 
Oh um, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're we're winning, but I think we're not gonna make it into that final four. Um, looking at looking at the latest brackets, we stayed at number seven. So oh. I, I don't think we're I don't think we're gonna be moving anytime. But yeah, I I I think they blow out uh, OK State. Oh uh, yeah, well, I actually discussed this on um, the podcast earlier today, my solo one. Um, where, you know, anything more than, you know, obviously Big 12 regular season title, uh, possibly Big 12 um, uh, conference title is a bonus. But what they have done this year is uh, absolutely amazing, and I could not be more proud. Are you proud? Yes, they've, they've, they've done great. Um, it's a shame they lost against OU. Um, I think that that loss cost them the to get into the tournament, um, but you know, hopefully, uh, we can win the Big Twelve. We get a good bowl. We can win that, and then kind of lead us into uh, the SEC next year. Yes, um, no, I, I think we're ready for the SEC, and I think um, Sark is the right coach for Texas. Um, I was very wrong about him, but we'll discuss that off air. Um, real quick before you get to rapid fire so we can wrap this up and then, um, you know, I can get you out of here and then I'll wrap this up solo. Um, my look ahead to World's End, um, obviously other than the one that everybody would love to see, um, I would, uh, which is the Devil Reveal, Obviously, Swerve and Hangman 3, uh, the earliest being World's End, uh, the latest being Revolution. I would love to see that. Um, obviously, we're going to get Kenny and Jericho versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Um, the big question is, will the Bucks return? And if they return, will they go heel by themselves or will they join the Don Cowles family? I would love to see where that goes. Um I would love to maybe see um, Chris Statlander and uh, Sky Blue. And I got to be honest with you, Sky Blue, um, she fucking annoys me. Um, she, I, I don't know whether it's her happy-go-lucky self or her dark self. Uh, she just she just fucking annoys me, you know. So I would love to see uh, Statlander knock her ass down a notch, you know, because like, I mean, I'm happy for her. I'm glad that Sky Blue is, um, you know, on the hot street that she is. Um, but, um, you know, I can see that view continuing. Um, one last one. I would, Obviously, I think we're going to see... Um, I think we're going to see um, Darby Allen versus uh, Christian Cage one more time because... I'm sure you saw a collision, but I did see the um, video on Twitter where Adam Copeland challenged uh, Christian yeah. Cage Mo- um, December 6th in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, do we get Darby Allen versus Christian Cage one more time at World's End? I don't know. I think it just depends on if they put the, the title on Copeland. Um, Ooh, you, yeah. know, you know, I think mean, that's a big if. I don't. I don't know. I I know Darby Allen's gonna go climb uh, Mount Everest. Um, I just to, yes. I just don't know when he's gonna do it or if he's doing it already. Um, okay. So you know, I think I think we do get. I think we do get title. I think it's gonna be an all titles match. It's World's End. I think they have to do something big. It is what New, New Year's Eve. Um, mm-hmm. 
or what is it? Yeah, it's new. So it's New Year's Eve, or it's the day before New Year's Eve. So you know, I think uh, they gotta do something big. I think it's gonna be. I think if they're smart, they do Worlds in, make it a big blow off of twenty twenty three, and then they head into you know January third where they do that New Year's Bash, um, and they start off new. Um, you know, I can I, I can definitely see them doing the Golden Jets versus Ricky and Bill, like you said. I can see um, maybe a rematch between Sheeta and Tony Storm. Um, you Obviously, know, she has Sheeta losing. Yeah, she hasn't fought yet. I don't, I don't really think there's any build for her for anybody to to, to fight her this quick. So I, I think they can do that with her. Um, I could I could see maybe a Willow versus uh, Julia Hart. Uh, maybe even a Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart one-on-one rematch. Um, and maybe that's when we get the sky blue official heel turn. Could be. Um, I can see you know, it. I think you could do, um, you could do, um, I don't think you'd do any of the ROH titles. There is an ROH show coming up in, in uh, Arlington um, in three weeks. Final battle, right? Yeah. Final so battle. I'm pretty sure you're going to have Athena fight there. You're going to have uh, Kingston fight there. You'll. I don't know if they're going to do the tag team titles, but I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll do the three. Um, they might not even do the, the three man titles right now because I do know that the Gates of Agony are in the tag team tournament uh, for New Japan right now in the World Tag Leagues, so they might not even be here um, at that mm. time. Um, yeah, you know, but I do maybe see maybe Ronda versus Athena as the main event over there. Uh-huh. Um, she did make her debut on Thursday. Uh, uh, real so, quick, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Real quick, uh, before we get to rapid-fire questions, uh, so we can uh, get you out of here so you can get to bed. Um, what is the Ronda Rousey update for this week, uh, other than the debut? Uh, what are your thoughts on that, real quick? You know, I mean, I think, she, I think she's just having fun. I think she's going the same way that Adam Copeland is. She just wants to have fun with her friends. Um, you know, the four horsewomen um, with her and Shayna, of course, is in WWE, but uh, uh, Shavira is, is RHAEW. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely see um, she's having fun. I think I think from what I've heard, they're on a handshake deal. So I'm pretty sure she's just having, you know, she's going to go out there and have fun. She did a pretty good match with Athena and Billy Starks on, on, mm-hmm. on last Thursday's match. Um, so I, I can definitely see maybe, you know, they headline in that in Arlington, which would be a pretty good match to see. Um, considering that Athena is from the Dallas area. Um, oh, so is she really? Years, yeah, yeah, she's in the Dallas area. So, you know, that would definitely be a good little pay-per-view for her to, to headline it. Um, you know, and maybe for them to push more of those ROH stars. We're kind of see who is going to be the ROH stars. Um, I can even see them maybe bringing in some uh, New Japan Strong guys to help out. Um but so I with, with that pay per view being on the on the thirteenth, I believe, mm-hmm. um, I want to say it's gonna be or I guess on the tenth, <clears throat> on the tenth, um, you know I I don't see them having any ROH titles um, on World's End. Oh uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. That needs to be strictly uh, AEW, other than uh, Eddie's um, uh, new or ROH uh, World Championship. Right? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so other than that, uh, I agree with you. I think that's a perfect time. So um, with that, or before we get to rapid fire questions, I actually have a new assignment for you going forward. Um, 
because I don't watch Ring of Honor. Um, I'm you're gonna be our official uh, Ring of Honor correspondent since you watch Ring of Honor uh, weekly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do a little recap on what happens. Perfect. Um, kind of tell the tell the listeners, you know, what storylines are going on, what where, where it's heading, what pay per views are coming up, and and whatnot. I, I love it. I love it. You know, whatever it takes to continue to build the same brother. And, you know, I'm just, I'm glad you're along for the ride, you know? So, um, but I'll give you my, um, my thankful for your friendship um, whenever we're done with rapid fire. So real quick, um, you want to do some rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Perfect. Um, we'll wrap this up within the next 10 minutes. Um so before I play the music, obviously, you know, like what we did last week, um, let me know if it's not super loud, if you could still hear me. Um, we'll each ask, um, let's say, uh, six questions each. Um, we'll give our answer to it. And if we want to give a quick thought, uh, we can. Uh, just not drawn out that way so we can get you out of here and I can wrap this up solo. Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. So, so real quick. Okay, can you hear me? Can you yes. Hear me? Okay, and the music's not loud? Nuh-uh. Okay, perfect, because I'm trying to do this like what JD does on Off the Script. So before we get to rapid-fire questions, I want to thank you all for joining us um, tonight. Um, you know, we really appreciate it. Um, I am just very thankful for everyone who's been along for the ride Alan, of course, I'm thankful for you for uh, joining me on this ride. You know, um, you know, no matter what um, happens, I, I want you to be a part of the empire that I'm trying to build, you know, because um, I'm just very thankful for you, brother. You've always been true, always honest, um, you know, and I just want you to be along for the ride. I'm glad you're along for the ride, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for letting me join you on this ride. I can't wait to see where we go. Oh, dude, it's going to be fun. It's not going to be overnight, but we're going to we're going to make this happen on all fronts. So with that being said, um, let's get to uh, rapid fire. So I'll let you ask me uh, any wrestling themed questions, uh, WWE or AEW and vice versa for me. And then um, we'll wrap this up. Ready? Yes, let's go. Let's go. First question I got. This is the question I was asking uh, everybody uh, last night. How long? How long before Punk implodes? Does he does he stay his full contract or does he uh, brawl out and leave the the WWE faster uh, sooner than expected? Oh, that's a tough first question. Um, I think he'll behave. I think he will behave um, because he's not working with a bunch of kid like a bunch of young younger people. Um, and plus, like what JD said. Um, there's leadership in WWE and AEW. There's a lack of leadership, especially from Tony Khan. Um, do I think there will be some moments? Uh, time will tell, but I think he'll behave. I uh, he'll, he'll behave. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, for this new segment of rapid fire questions, um, we're each going to ask all six of our questions. Um, it could have been longer, but because we got to get you to bed by 10 o'clock, uh, we're just going to do six tonight. So, um, but I think uh, Punk will stay the entirety of his contract. That's gonna sound good. Um, no, I go. I go six straight. Gonna... Do you do you want to, or do you want to no. go back and forth? Let's go back and forth. That gives me some time to think of some think of some questions. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Um, mine for this segment of rapid fire questions um, are going to be questions um, that I may have already asked, but in case I haven't, I'll do it again. Um, does um, oh shit, this is fucking tough. Um, fuck. Um, does Eddie Kingston lose all his titles? I, I think he does. I mean, uh, you know what? And uh, not, nothing taken away from Eddie. I think he's a great champion. But I think if you're gonna push ROH um, into a TV deal or into a streaming deal, I think you need to put it on a on a, on somebody who has re- name recognition. Uh, same uh-huh. way, same reason why they put the AEW on Jericho. Same reason why they put the uh, ROH on Jericho whenever he whenever they first bought it out. Um, put it on Danielson. Let him let 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 you know executive see that he's the world's champion. He's also the strong world champion. Um, and let him push that promotion. Um, you know, I know Tony Khan has a great uh, deal of respect for him. You know, yes. he, we know he's stepping away full time wrestling next year. What better way for him to go transition um, to become a producer? Um, you know, slash Booker and let him run ROH. Yeah, um, you know, Brian think, Danielson. Yeah. Ooh, I could see that. I like it. I like it. Um, what you got for question number two? We each got five uh, left. You know, with uh, you know, with I guess how how excited uh, fans were for a tournament style. Um, you know, kind of a classic the AEW is going to put on, similar to the G one in Japan. Could you see that working in WWE? Hold on. Repeat that question. I have to talk to the queen real okay. quick. Repeat that question again. Um, so with with uh, AEW putting on the Continental Classic, running a, a G1 style format, uh, round robin, uh, two group uh, tournament, um, and seeing how people like the G1, this got a lot of traction. People like that. Could you see WWE doing something like that? No. No. Um, I think they don't need to complicate it. Um, so, um, no, I don't, I don't think so, uh, to be very honest with you. Um, I do apologize um, for the rest of my questions. It's going to be quick because I think the queen is ready for me to come to bed. Right. Um, so I'm going to speed through mine. Um, so question number two, do the Bucks join the Don Callis family? Um, you know, I, I, think, I think they don't – I think they help out. I don't think they join – um, okay. All right. Yeah. No, that. No, that's good. Uh, what do you got for question three? CM Punk. You think he airs his grievances out on AEW, or he speaks mostly about WWE? I think it will be a mix. It'll be a mix. It, it will absolutely be a mix. Um. Does Cody finish the story at WrestleMania? I think he. I think at this point, it's, it's such a meme that he has to. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he does, especially with Punk coming back. I think he does. Absolutely, no, I agree. Um, three more questions each, and then I'm gonna get you out of here. Then I'm gonna, I'll just, I'll just do the wrap up in the morning because I think the Queen's ready for me to come to bed. Sounds good. Sounds um, good. All right, so uh, three more questions each. Um, with uh, with 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 all resilience to WrestleMania, who uh. Do you think Punk enters the Rumble or is it against a singles match? Going into WrestleMania? For uh, for the Rumble. 
Do you think? Do you think he goes? Do you think he does a singles match, or do you think he enters the rumble? Um, ooh, I think if they're trying to build towards Punk and Rollins, um, they will. Um, I think since it's obvious that they're going to have Cody and uh, Roman too at WrestleMania, I think they're going to have Punk enter the rumble and win the rumble. Now, could I see Cody? enter the Rumble again and win the Rumble, this time from number one or number two, yes. But I think for Punk going into uh, WrestleMania season, they need to have him enter the Rumble and then challenge Seth Rollins. I think that's what they need to do. Um, so you got two more. I have three left. Um, does the bloodline implode should Roman Reigns lose everything at WrestleMania? No, I mean... No, I, I think I think if he loses, they can they can continue the storyline. He can disappear um, and have you know maybe Jimmy and Jay and Solo become the new bloodline. Um, I think they kind of already written that. Um, you know, but I think I think people are used to him being gone. That it, wh- whether he's a champion or not is not going to do anything. Okay, okay, I like that. Um, okay, so. Uh, two more questions each. Uh, what you got for the first to final two? Um, uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think. What do you think about? Um, do you think any surprise surprise people come back? Wrestlers come back at uh, World's End. Mm, no. No, I haven't heard of anybody possibly returning. Um, I'll actually use um, my first to final two questions uh, to ask you that same question. Do you think so? Um, I think we do. I think we get somebody. Um, I think we. I think we'll get either. You know, I think we get. I think we get one person coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe a, a, a new signee. Maybe mm-hmm. we do see a Mustafa Ali. Maybe a, a Dolph Ziggler. Um, but then I think we see enough, a couple more coming back on those first couple of dynamites um, to get ready for revolution. Okay, I, I like that. Um, I can see that happening. Um, final question, and then uh, we'll get you out of here. Um, what? Uh, have, have you been watching Raw? Um, up until uh, CM Punk returned uh, last night, no. Uh, why? No. I, I do watch the highlights, but uh, I was gonna say, do you think do you think CM Punk coming back changes you know Sami Zayn, uh, Cody, all all their storylines? Uh, Priest. Mm, no, um, because um, you know obviously it's a perfect opportunity for Cody to uh, go to SmackDown to finish. Um, I don't know where Sammy goes, but no, it doesn't fuck it up. Um, trying to think of a good last question. Um, who will Sting's final opponent be um, at uh, Revolution for his final match? That will be my final question. Ooh. Um, I, I mean, I don't know who can... I don't know who... It, it, maybe Darby? I can see it like a passion of the torch, because mm-hmm. um, the only other person would be Ric Flair. But I want to see his 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 last match was not worth it. 
Um, I watched it. So I, th- I think him versus Darby, kind of that passion of the torch with maybe Adam Copeland as uh, as referee or him just watching it. I think that's the perfect ending. I think it would be an absolute perfect ending, and that should be the Revolution main event. Um, no, I'm very excited. Um, brother, before I let you out of here, um, and so I can go uh, spend some time with the queen and try to help her fall asleep because – you know, I love her to death and she's just going through a lot right now. Um, let me end this and get you out of here by just letting you know, um, you know, a little more um, of like what I told you before we did rapid fire. Um, as you already know from like the stuff I told you about my journey to this point, it has not been easy. And I don't trust a lot of people other than the queen. But, you know, from the time we met each other and just for you having my back through um, all of this um, and just accepting me for who I am. Um, I'm very thankful for your friendship, brother. I wanted to tell you that in the text message on Thursday, but um, I'm just very thankful for you and just for being real, man. So, you know, um, even though Thanksgiving is over uh, from me and my family to you and yours, um, I'm just thankful for you and just happy Thanksgiving, man. Thank you. You too. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a good one. Um, um, yeah, for sure. Um, so go get some sleep. Um, I'll just, again, I'll, um, I'll do the wrap up, uh, solo in the morning. Um, and, uh, shall we do episode three before I go to Miami next week? Sounds good. All right, brother, get some sleep. Um, I'll be in touch in a couple of days and, um, uh, we'll figure out a time before I go to Miami in a couple of weeks to do episode three. See you soon. All right. You have a good one, man. All right, man. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Um, I'll be wrapping up the show when we come back next.